0: Let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast 5 Tool firefighter It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor Welcome to another episode of the five tool firefighter podcast today's episode. I have a special guest founder and owner of frontline optics, Mike Ettenberg. Mike, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: Hey, okay, thanks for coming on. I love the sunglasses. I love the product and I want to, before we get into actually talking about frontline optics, I'll just give a brief intro of who you are, where you are from, what you do outside of frontline optics.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, Mike Ettenberg, I was born and raised in Santa Barbara, California. Um, moved out to the San Diego area to go to college and just kind of fell in love with it out here. Um, stuck around, got hired on uh, by the fire service. Um, and uh, just been kind of living the dream ever since. Uh, married, got uh, got two little kids, a four and a half year old and a one and a half year old. Um, yeah, and we're just, uh, like I said, living the dream.
0: Thanks. Nice, even nice. the dream. <laughs> you don't know how it is with two. I got a just now turned four year old and a uh, a new one on the way in a few months. So oh, it's congratulations! Thanks. I'll have a four and a half and a, a newborn soon. So yeah, it's, on that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's um it's challenging. The beginning's actually almost easier because the you know the baby just kind of sits there yeah. and so you just carry it around with you. As soon as uh as soon as they kind of turn one and they get their personality and Get their legs under them. It's a it's a whole new ball game. You're definitely on defense all the time. Oh, you got two
0: of them, so doing more, playing a lot of defense at that point.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: It's fun. Oh, Nothing so, better though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I enjoy it every moment. Nothing beats that. So you started Frontline Optics.
1: And- yeah, yeah. So um, I always liked sunglasses. It was just one of those things that um, just kind of. I took to, I guess. Um, and it was convenient that sunglasses are kind of one of the only items in a uniform uh, that you can kind of pick for yourself, right? Everything else is picked out for you. Um, you got your uniform policy, but you can pick out your wristwatch and you can pick out your sunglasses. So those were the two things that I really started kind of collecting. Um, watches last a really long time, but sunglasses, they would just, they would just get beat up all the time. And, um, it really started to, to aggravate me when you spend $200 on some designer sunglasses and you have that infamous, like slow motion, you forgot it was on your lap as you're stepping out of the rig and you just see it falling and, uh, in your heart stinks. And when you pick them up, they're just busted. And it's, that was just the end, you know, there's another $200. Uh, and so that's kind of when the idea was, uh, was born. Um, I thought maybe I could do it better um, could do it, you know, something that, uh, that guys would like to wear. That would be, um, a little easier on the wallet and, and really the idea of them being duty sunglasses, um, that have enough style, uh, that you could wear them off duty, but ultimately, you know, I'm not asking people not to buy their, their expensive designers. So I'm just telling them, maybe don't bring them to work. Um, take your, uh, take your beat up pair with you. And that, that's where the concept of frontline optics was born.
0: It's a good concept. I actually been wearing them. I have two pairs. I have the, the Ghost, and I have the Silver Strand. And I had the Ghost for a while, and I just got the Silver Strand about a month ago. And I wear them everywhere. I have Ray-Bans. I have Oakley's. I have some other expensive brands. But I've been finding myself wearing the Silver Strands everywhere I go. Awesome. In the firehouse, out the firehouse. I was on vacation wearing them. They have a comfort to them. You know, they, they still have, I mean, what are they like? they're like 40 bucks or so
1: Yeah, 48 dollars. delivered
0: they have a feel to them that make them feel like there's there's sturdiness to them the polarization of the lenses it's so comfortable to wear because i forget i'm wearing them sometimes because they're that comfortable to wear
1: especially those strands and, uh, the silver strands are so light yeah You're it's like, like air light yeah
0: it's like air on your face and it's it protect your eyes and that's something that you really need to have with um with being in fire service, you need to protect your eyes. You know we talk about it all the time. You know protect your skin, but when you're outside, are you wearing eye protection as far as trying to keep the sun out of your eyes? Because you know what UV rays can do to your face. Absolutely. So you need to keep the eyes protected. And I've been find myself wearing sunglasses a lot more because I have light eyes, so I have to wear them all the time. So um, I love, them. I love the product, and uh, I just want to talk more about what got you really into really keep this product. What really motivated you to to start this outside of just wanting to bring something to the uniform to help save, save people's uh, pockets, with dropping out their expensive glasses and just keeping it up. But behind it all, I, I noticed like a lot of the, some proceeds go to charity and everything else. So what's the story behind it, how that all came about on, on why you're doing the the chari- charity work with it, donations off of each, each pair and giving back. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you know, um, we're in the industry of helping people, right? Like it's, I think it's hardwired in all of us. That's why we went into service. Um, But, uh, but I definitely wanted to, to give back. I wasn't doing this entirely just to make a profit. You know, I wanted to to help kind of make a difference and and make a movement, I guess you could say. Um, And I wanted these sunglasses to be for everyone. Like I'm, I'm in the fire service, but I have good friends that are in PD. I have good friends that, you know, ride the ambulance. I got, great friends that work in the er's and in the local hospitals so i wanted to have something that really kind of spoke to all of us and and that's how i found the um, first responders children's foundation and they're essentially a foundation that uh that takes care of those who've you know given it all um to the job and left their families behind um whether that be be, you know a career and life debilitating injury or you know ultimately giving their life in service to their communities um This helps all of them across the board, whether they're firefighters or police officers, all first responders are covered. And so I felt like that spoke to to the brand, you know, Frontline Optics as frontline workers. Um, It was a a good charity that, you know, does great work. Um, And I felt like they they fit the mold Um, and I wanted to to give back to them who ultimately give back to us.
0: It's a it's a great opportunity to do stuff like that. You see a lot more where First responders are starting businesses you know, outside of being first responders are starting first responder based businesses and they're giving back to the community in many different ways. And, um, you know, what's it like being a first responder, but also having a, a product at the same time, has it has it impacted you in any way knowing that you're, you're helping the community by being a firefighter, but you're also helping the industry and the community by providing sunglasses and having this tangible product that you can, you can sell the responders all over the world, essentially. Thank yeah.
1: You. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's a pretty awesome feeling. Um, it's obviously a lot of work cause you're never, you're never off, right? you're, you're constantly working on one or the other. It's two full-time jobs. Um, and both of them require your full-time attention and commitment. Um, so it's definitely, uh, it's a lot of work, but it's incredibly rewarding. Um, and, you know, there's nothing better than like being out in the field and seeing someone that you don't know, um, roll past you wearing, wearing the sunglasses. And it's just, you know, just that little, um, oh, yeah. that little kid feeling kind of comes out you're like, yeah, you know, like there they are, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it's a good feeling. And, and again, just to know that, um, you know, great price point. Um, so you're, you know, helping on that level, helping give back, helping protect the eyes. It's, um, Across the board, it's just a pretty awesome feeling to see them, see them out there.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been um I've been following you guys since you started, I guess, the company, and I immediately got a pair right away. But um, the post and I see the I see people wearing these glasses and the concept, like what is the concept behind the different styles? Is there any particular thing that motivates you to make these styles, or is it just stuff that you particularly like? Into these
1: um, yeah, a lot of it's just stuff that I, you know, particularly like, um, ultimately style is, uh, is an interesting concept, right? What, what I like might be completely different than what, what other people like. So I've got to move myself out of that, uh, that comfort zone and start releasing things that are a little more, you know, exotic. And we got a, a couple that are on the way, um, that, uh, that definitely are different than, than everything else in our lineup. But, um, but yeah, ultimately it just comes down to you know what I like and what uh, what I think is um, going to fit the uniform. Um, you know, you can't go too crazy because most policies will uh, kind of call you out if if you do. And again, being duty sunglasses, there's that fine line of of style and professionalism that you have to that you have to skate, which makes it a little bit uh, a little bit more challenging um, than if I was just making something to wear at the beach. So, uh, so um, you know, but I'm, I don't see why I'm, I can't start diving into you know an off-duty kind of line and, and things like that. So we can cover you on on all aspects of your life.
0: Oh, absolutely, you can do. You have a possibilities are endless with the yeah. endless stuff that you can do because of it. And, uh, you know, I just know for me, we have to be careful with stuff we put on. You can't have too much color. You know, they don't want too big. You know, now you come out with these ones; that are covering the whole face, almost like a goggle. Uh, you can't have stuff like that. But you know having glasses that you're making is something that you know they don't really care you walk on with them or not, who cares. As long as you have something if you want to wear glasses or not. But, you know, it's it's um, it's, it's a very when, – what when I was thinking about it was when I saw the company and I started following you and, and buying your product, I, I talked to a lot of other first responders that have their businesses as well. And I've never asked them this question because I've talked to the guys who want to start a business as a first responder and they're timid. Kind of scared to. Go. When I started the Firehouse Tribune, I was terrified. Um, when I wrote the book, "The 5 to Firefighter," I was terrified to send that book out. I was I was afraid of criticism and and just said to myself, "People aren't people are going to like it. People aren't going to like it, and it is what it is at the end of the day." But um, I'm putting out something that's trying to help the responders more so than you know boast about me. When you when you launched the company, were there any things? I'm not trying to find the right word, but timid or kind of thinking, is this the right idea? Am I, am I doing this? Am, am I, should I do this? Is this the time to do it? Were you nervous? Like what kind of advice you can give to other people?
1: Yeah. Wanna... Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like entrepreneurism was in my blood since I was a little kid. Um, when I was younger, I used to um, have all kinds of little businesses at the school. Um, I make, artwork and sell it to kids. I made lemonade. I had a uh, wagon that I pulled around my neighborhood and washed cars. Uh, when I was in college, I had a um, like a safe ride home program. It was a 40-passenger bus that we used to run uh, back and forth from Pacific Beach. is like a big party community um, in San Diego. And at the time, this was before Lyft and Uber. And so there was a pretty big drunk driving problem. So I started a, a bus that essentially would transport kids for $15 round trip between you know two locations where it would normally cost $50, $60, $70 in cab rides. So it's just kind of always there for me. Um, but the best advice that I could definitely give you is, is just to start. I mean, if you have an idea, um, you t- there's never gonna be the right time if you're waiting for the right time. You just have to do it. Just commit to it, commit to the process. Know that you're gonna learn a lot as you go Um, and there's nothing that you're necessarily going to take. That's going to be life-changing from other people's experiences. Now you you can use that to guide you, but your path is going to be your path. And, um, the hiccups and bumps on the road are, are what going to define you and define your brand and define, um, everything you have moving forward and, and ultimately be your, you know, your story or your path. Um, but it's not going to happen unless you take that first foot, you know, step forward and, and start. So uh, the time is now, if you're thinking about it and you have an idea, just, you know, put it to action, just like everything we do. If you sit on the fire ground and think about the 10 different ways you could approach the problem, we don't do that, right? You come exactly. up with a plan and you just start moving forward. And if you got to pivot, you pivot, but ultimately you get the job done. And and that's just the concept and mentality you got to take into it.
0: So let's basically have that same mentality as being on the fire ground, just, just have the mentality to go and and make the move. 100%. When it needs to be so from when you first had the initial concept to starting Frontline Optics, to launching the company, with, with it's for sale. These are my glasses this is what I'm selling. How long did that take? How long did it take to have this concept and build upon it to where you are now having a successful business?
1: Yeah, so it took about six months. So six months of, um, you know, once I came up with the idea and then it was, you know, building the website, um, trademarking. Um, you know, all of the behind the scenes, like not so glorious aspects of it and, you know, figuring out business licenses, all those types of, uh, kind of caveats, I guess you could say to, to getting things off the ground. Um, but from the day I committed to the process to the day I sold my first pair was, um, was about six months. Wow.
0: That's not, that's not a long time at all.
1: No. It's a no. pretty quick time to just get going and, and coming up with the, with the what
0: was the first, first, uh, pair you,
1: you put out? um the natto line so the natto the ghost which you have the regular Nato is all black and then the natto sunsets with that um that pink reflective lens um those were my first three um then this the strand and the silver strand um so those were those were kind of the the flagship i guess you could say that that i started with and have just kind of built out a little bit since then nice
0: yeah it's been um how long you've been been doing it now
1: Uh, so July 1st was our one year anniversary. So it's, we're still a baby. Uh, it's been a pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome first Mm -hmm. year. Um, especially these last four or five months, uh, you know, traction really started to hit and, you know, you figure out how to advertise because like I said, you don't know what you're doing when you start. Right. And so, um, I didn't know how to advertise. I didn't know how to market. I didn't know how to do anything. And I had to do a lot of trial and error and figure it out. But but once you do, you kind of see that traction hit and uh, and the thing took off. I
0: mean, you're coming out with different different brand, different uh, pairs. I mean, I've seen different ones coming out a lot and you know, seeing how they've how grown, I thought it was longer than a year to be honest with you, because I remember when, when I saw it when I saw it on Instagram, I guess I want to say last summer when I got my first package, when you first launched, I was waiting by the mailbox like a kid to get these sunglasses because I'm like, these things are so cool. Like I have sunglasses, but when I start, once I started wearing the, the Nato Ghost, people on my fire, I was like, what are those things? Said, oh, it's a fire, um, firefighter own company out of uh, California. They got these sunglasses, gotta check them out. They're very lightweight. They're all looking at me they're light. They're, you know, they're, they're easy to wear. I gotta get some pair. Like, yeah, you gotta go get some because these things are comfortable. And you don't gotta worry if you drop them off the engine or anything like that, you know? You're not gonna be like, oh, I lost forty, forty-eight dollars, get another pair. But you also have a replacement policy. We do. How does that work?
1: So again, I want these things to be worn on the job and I know the job's gonna beat them up, right? Like you don't have enough time when you're when you're on a run um, they'll end up throwing them on the dashboard or, you know, throwing them back on the, you know, on the seat or whatever, right. They'll, they're going to end up in some precarious positions and something's going to happen. You could step on them, um, whatever. So, uh, knowing that I wanted to be able to provide, uh, at least a little bit of, uh, of a safety net for you if you purchase them. So we got a, a one time, no questions asked replacement policy. Uh, it's good for a replacement of any pair of equal or lesser value. So if you bought one, say it's out of stock or you want to try something different, you still got the ability to to swap those out for, for something else. Um, we have a small service fee to just help us cover the shipping and kind of uh, processing costs uh, of $8. Um, but $8, you get another pair delivered to you, no questions asked. So, you know, literally no questions asked. You could just want another pair. You know, if you, if you write to us and tell us, Hey, I, you know, I need another one. If you haven't used your replacement, you're good to go
0: you can't beat that at all. You can't beat that at all. So what, what do you, th- so you're coming out of your year old in the company, sales are picking up, people are really gravitating toward these glasses. Have you thought about getting into other areas to really market these, these glasses? Are you looking to get to trade shows, try to get them out there, try to get them into the first responder magazine realm and all that kind of stuff really, bring out this brand that is really true to the fire service i really i should say first responders in general but sorry i'm partial
1: yeah no worries no worries um yeah absolutely i mean i'm always looking to to increase our footprint um you know social media is an easy place to start uh and kind of uh build who you are and build an identity uh and kind of prove your concept to yourself but uh ultimately you know my my vision for this company is to be you know a household name within our community Um, 10 years from now. Uh, If I haven't done that, then I haven't succeeded at my plan. So, um, you know, that being said, the only way to get there is to, you know, start getting out to these trade shows um, and start getting out to to different events and, and, you know, really getting ourselves out there, have the opportunity to meet people, talk to people, um, network, tell more about who we are. And then we rely a lot on on that word of mouth. Um, You know, anyone pretty much can sign up to be an ambassador with us. Uh, and help, uh, you know, push the message and push the brand as long as you are, you know, a first responder or, or within that community. Because, um, you know, ultimately, we we just want to get these things in front of as many people as possible. Now, it's hard, right? I, I'm pretty yeah. much a, a one man show. I've got one employee, um, Michelle, and she's, she's awesome. She does a lot of the the behind the scenes work for me. But um, other than that, in, in terms of getting out there, you know, it's hard because we work, we work in the service, right? I, I'm constantly working for the fire department. So it's hard to, uh, to get that time to get out and, uh, and, and travel to these trade shows. But, uh, but ultimately that's, if I'm going to get this thing to that next level. It's something that I got to figure out how to do.
0: Absolutely. I've seen more and more of that coming out over the last, I could say over the last, what's this COVID crap we have been talking the last like three, two years now, I've been seeing more first responder based companies coming out, more people just having that, that drive and that mission to, help the fire service or first responders even more than they did in the past like i wrote my book over 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 pandemic you know, jersey we were locked out for such a long time i was writing my book i didn't care i, I came up with the idea watching a movie and just started writing a book and um i started seeing all these people coming out with products and you starting to see that there's a drive and there's a need for first responders to that we can do a lot more to help the community than you know just go Just being an everyday firefighter, you know, we can help ourselves at the same time. We always talk about help ourselves and we are, we're helping ourselves by producing apparel and producing eyewear and and soap and CBD oils and everything else to help responders. And you're starting to see a real sense of community even greater now, I think more than it was maybe five, 10 years ago where everybody's coming together and supporting each other's mission behind what they have. And that's how, kind of how the podcast started. I actually was talking to another firefighter and he said, start a podcast based on your book, and I was terrified to do it. And I started seeing a sense of community around that and bringing people on, yourself and other people. Have you felt since starting this company, Frontline Optics, you've got to interact with people you probably never would have interacted with prior
1: to even start in this company and just feeling like you're making a difference. 100%, 100%. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, you start to meet those, like you said, like-minded people, um, that they aspire to be, you know, something greater than, you know, we're, it's all, it's already great, right? We're, we're in the fire service. It's incredibly challenging just to get that far. So just to be there, um, serving your community, you've already accomplished so much, but to take it now to that next level, um, and, commit to the time and energy to put, to put it into place. And, it, it, you know, you sometimes feel like you're on a little Island by yourself. Um, but thanks to, you know, social media kind of opening those, uh, those channels, I guess you could say you do start to meet those like-minded people and, and realize there's, there's a lot of guys out there and, and, and women out there that are doing, doing the same thing. Um, putting awesome brands out there with, you know, a great mission and, you know, a great product that, that speak to us at our core as you know, who we are as first responders. And it's, um, it's pretty cool to be a part of that community now.
0: Oh, absolutely. It just felt that when you start seeing people like yourself and, and other people that are doing this type of stuff, building in a sense, not equipment for us, but a power, a power for us. It, it's almost like, the, like in sports, you have all these guys, they're all coming out, they're lines of this, they're of that shoes and clothes and everything. And it's like they have their community, and now we're doing the same thing. And you're seeing people post it on, I got my frontline optics on, or I'm, I'm on shift today, I'm on a job, and I'm wearing them, you know? It's just like, that's got to be something when you see that. Somebody's wearing it in Wisconsin, for, for argument's sake. Seeing, I'm in Southern California, and some guy in Wisconsin's wearing my design. It's got to make you feel a certain way. It's uh,
1: accomplished. It's it's like nothing that anyone could under, I'm sure it's the same kind of thing for you. If you see someone posting the book, right. And um, it's a, it's a pretty incredible feeling knowing it's out there. And I know I've had the conversation um, less now with the guys since it's a little more established, but uh, but at work and, you know, they'd be like, yeah, like, so who are these people that, that are buying them? And I'm like, guys just like you and me all over the country, you know, like I, I couldn't tell you, I don't know any of them, but, uh, but they're buying them and they're buying them in volume. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And again, it, it continues to validate that uh, that I'm on the right track and, and that we're onto something here. Um, it's, it's an incredible feeling. There's nothing like it. I actually had a coworker who was at Disneyland, um, a few weeks ago, and uh, he didn't, wasn't able to get the picture because he said he lost him in the sea of the crowd. But he's like, I saw a random guy wearing your frontline optics at Disneyland. I was like, that, that is awesome. You know, it's so cool. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty special experience when you, you get to see that. And to
0: point somebody out wearing them in a crowd is, pr- is pretty crazy too. Get Absolutely. To so what, um, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you wanting to, to design more, keep, pushing this product out there how do you
1: keep going um i mean it's fun like i said i've had that entrepreneurial drive since i was a little kid so i think that itch was always there and once i went into the fire service i wasn't i wasn't scratching it anymore and so it festered and, and grew and so i wanted to do something big and this is that big thing that i that i chose but um yeah i mean it's it's a huge time commitment um you know Full-time firefighter, full-time business owner, full-time dad. Um, trying to figure out how to uh, to balance all of those is is challenging, um, but uh, but it's a fun challenge to have. And ultimately, you know the uh, um, the impact I'm making on the other end, and and the mission that I have. Right, like I'm not I'm not trying to make a brand that a few guys know about. You know, I'm I'm trying to make something to to the extent of like a 511, where everybody knows within the community, you know, who that brand is and who they market to um, that, you know, that's, that's my goal. And, and until I reach that, uh, I'm not done. What
0: a lot of drive behind you. What a grit, drive determination to do that because sometimes there needs to be some more guys out there that are on the front lines every day and are producing stuff that other first responders want. You know, that's what makes it, I think makes your company so special is you're out there every day, and you're doing the job, and you're kind of, in sense, you're seeing what what the firefighters want. You said it flat out. You're leaving them on the rake, you're dropping them off, sitting on them, doing different things on calls, even the firehouse. And you, I'm sure you've seen guys break two, three hundred dollar sunglasses. More than one. In the firehouse. Oh, and, yeah. And you are like, oh, I have something here that I can build upon, and they don't have to break the bank for it. They can buy three, four pair at a time. And you're, you're hitting one pair of Ray Bans and you're buying three, four pairs of yours, and they can last you for who knows how long. And you keep one in your locker, you know, whatever you need to do. And you won't, you know, and I just felt that this was a product that a lot of people can get behind out of a lot of companies out there. You know, I wasn't gonna start saying, Oh, I like this product, and not actually wear the product before I I I saw them, these are pretty cool sunglasses. And I never saw a first responder, sunglass company, never thought that anybody would have come up with some concept of make sunglasses for first responders. And lo and behold, here you are, making these sunglasses for first responders and it's booming, it's, you know, have you thought about getting into more stuff on, I guess, extrication style, you know, stuff that can help for safety
1: absolutely no um i actually have uh some stuff right now that's uh it's being tested um through the ANSI testing process so i've got a wraparound pair that um that i'm really hoping to uh might actually have it right here no one's gonna see this but you can at least um so we got like this wraparound style that uh these are going through ANSI testing right now um, we had to increase like the size of the line there's all kinds of crazy stats that that it has to have so um the lens thickness had to be higher um and then there's a multitude of tests so it's it's going through that process right now and if it passes um those are going to go into production and and we're going to have an anti-rated pair and uh you know ultimately i want to have a full line of anti-rated that that are stylish as well so that you'll have that uh um comfort knowing that if you are on an extrication or you know Say you're training with the saw, right? You're you're not fully masked up, but you need some iPro pro on. You're gonna do some cutting for the day. Um, you can throw those on and know that you know per OSHA and everything else. You're completely covered.
0: Yeah, and and that's um that's gonna be that's gonna be a game changer because you don't have much of that. You know you have 511 and you or you have what the company provides you for the most part in some cases, but to have your own pair or something that you're comfortable wearing and you like. I think more people will start going, oh, wow, I can have my own pair. And it's from a guy who is a firefighter. He tested it. He understands what needs to be done to protect our eyes. And even for bloodborne pathogens, same sense, sense people will take to it, you know? So where, where, um, where'd you get these made?
1: So we have a few different, uh, manufacturing facilities, um, overseas, um, you know, we got to try and keep that cost at a point where we can, uh, you know, be successful. Uh, we looked at at manufacturing in the States and it, it is something that we want to, um, potentially come out with a line, but you know, that price point is going to be significantly higher. Um, but, uh, you know, people love American made as do I. And so it's, that's something that we would do want to have a line, um, so that you know that, uh, you know, where you're putting your money. Um, but for now, you know, to keep that price point lo- low, we have multiple manufacturing facilities and, you know, in different countries overseas um, to help us get the, uh, you know, the best product possible. So
0: I guess I'll talk more logistically about the product. So when your products are done, when you have a lot of, do you keep inventory on hand or does it come sh- from the manufacturer? Is it like a drop ship or is it a from you? to whoever buys
1: yeah we don't believe in the drop ship model (laughs) so we we buy these in bulk um we have a a warehouse here in san diego that um you know puts all our orders together and uh, and does the order fulfillment for us um at the beginning it was my garage so i had it in my garage i actually um you know have some funny moments of me and my four and a half year old helping me put stuff in boxes and uh, (laughs) being a part of the process so it's it's really been a you know a family affair and um, you know, I'd have nights where, you know, I got forced at work and I was there for four or five days and orders were piling up. So my wife had to, you know, step up to the plate and process stuff when you know, she's a nurse. So she gets home at 7:30 at night from a 12 hour shift at the hospital and spends two to three hours boxing up stuff so it can get out to everybody. So it's, um, it's, uh, it's been a process, but, uh, but definitely we, you know, we buy all our own inventory, we stock it. Um, and it, you know, it comes. So when you, when you buy it, uh it should ship the fact or the warehouse is closed on saturdays and sundays but otherwise it generally ships the next day uh so you should have it in you know five days or less five business hey, days we, or
0: less yeah it was pretty quick with the shipping especially when i got my second pair it was like a couple days later i was, like, wow, that was quick real quick yeah and uh you know, i love them so i mean that, that's a it seems like it's also a good learning experience. You know, you have your family involved, you know, it's something that you could take back at the end of the day and so say, not only did I help my first responders, but I taught my kids something at the same time, four and a half years old or not, learning about inventory and helping, just helping making feel like they're helping too, like they are part of me.
1: Oh yeah. In the same my process. my so it's, son is pretty funny. He, you know, he plays in a corner of the house. He calls it his office and he's got a couple <laughs> boxes that I gave him and he'll throw some stuff in there and walk to another corner of the house, which is the post office, you know, and he's got to send him to the post. Office. You know, he just loves it. And, you know, he'll be sitting there. And he's like, I, I sold three pairs of sunglasses today, dad. Like, awesome, man. Good job. Way to go. High five. So um, he gets it. And, and again, it's like teaching that um, like you said, at a young age, right. That you, you got to work hard for things um, you know, that, and that work ethic and, uh anything's possible if you're willing to put in the time and the energy for it and it's uh I, i'm hoping a good life lesson it seems like it's already taking an impact on him so nice.
0: that's always the best thing i just i just know how you feel about the um the inventory i have a, a bunch of books here that i get when I, I order them and i try to get them out as soon as i possibly can when i get orders coming from my website otherwise it's amazon but uh it's it's nerve-wracking when you get them on a certain day i gotta get these out i want to make sure because. I always feel, I don't know how you feel, but when an order comes in, I feel like I have to get it out right away. I, okay. I feel like best customer service, people want to buy more from you. If it's, oh, they got to me in a couple days as opposed to a week. You know, just right. like find seven, get to me in three. That's a lot better. And, um, you know, it, it gets nerve-wracking at times. I'm low on inventory. I just haven't had a chance to, or I shouldn't say haven't had a chance. I've been purposely lacking in fulfillment, refilling my inventory for right now. Um, just to give myself a break a little bit yeah. with it, yeah, <laughs> and just go through Amazon because uh, it gets it gets exhausting when you're a one man operation. One man operation sitting there with boxes. My wife's in the back, She's like, what was this box? She's like, oh, it's all my books, and I sign them. So I'll sign each one, but I only sign them when what I when the what orders me. So I'm sitting there, I'll sign it, I'll box it up. I have to make sure the the address matches what's coming from the website order. I'm like, oh man, I can't mess this up because there's really no one checking this on me. It's just myself. I'm right. usually alone doing it, so it's fulfilling. It's a really fulfilling thing to do to help out. But, so what, um, wrap it up soon, what What keeps you going? What keeps you wanting every day? What keeps you in the mindset? I probably already asked you this. We keep talking. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. What keeps you wanting to develop new styles? Just to keep, the, keep it fresh for everyone, or is it just
1: you just love doing it. I just love doing it. Um, like I said, I think it's been hardwired in me since I was a little kid to, you know, see opportunity and, and run with it. Um, I definitely get very um, almost like obsessed with the hobbies and the things that I that I do, whatever they are. I'm putting, you know, 100% effort into it. Um, which sometimes drives my wife crazy because, you know, she'll want to be like, hey, like the day's done. Like we got a lot done today. Like let's watch a movie. Oh, I, I got a couple things I got to work on upstairs and she'll have to get me to pump the brakes, you know, and be like, Hey, like balance, right? Like let's do something. It's okay. All right. Shut everything down and, and go. So it's, you know, it's just always there. Um, I just, I just love it. Um, I love being involved. I love talking to the different people from all over the country uh, that are purchasing these. Uh, we've got some people north of the border now because I'm shipping to Canada. So we got people in Canada that are starting to buy. And, um, you know, ultimately the the best thing that I feel like I can do for the brand is, is to be out there. And, you know, I, I still like to send emails, like customer service emails directly from me rather than passing it off to, our, you know, to Michelle or, or you know, um, other people on the team here. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm the face of it. I love it. I love what I do. You know, it makes me happy. Um, Making other people happy makes me happy. And all of that just kind of fuels the fire and fuels the drive.
0: So anybody who's listening to this, firefighter, EMT, it doesn't matter what you are. Mike has a great product. He also has a great drive and mission that he's doing every day. He's living the dream as a fireman every day. But then he's also helping firefighters protect their eyes. Support them, buy the product, share the product with the guys and girls in your firehouse, men and women in your firehouse, in your station, wherever you are, because it goes to show that just we can do more and we can do so many things for the fire service outside of what we already do. And it's, it's endless on what we can do and, and you're the epitome of that. I mean, you're, you're all over the country going into Canada now showing that if you got a, you got a dream, you got a mission, you got to, all you got to do is just go get it and work for it in one year, you built this company up. It's hard to do. It's hard to see people struggling. You know, it took me, I'm at seven years now and uh, it took me a few years to really find my own rhythm with the firehouse tribune. With that side of it. And um, it took someone to tell me, stop hiding behind the logo and just be yourself and be the face of it. And once I did that, I said, I don't care what people say. I'm just going to do what I want to do, prepare how I want to write what I want to write and say what I want to say. If you like, you like. If you don't, okay, fine. But it pays dividends in the end to just be your authentic self, especially when you're trying to build a brand.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: So you have. Uh, any last words? Where we can find you? Where we can find your products? I mean, I'll post everything on, on notes, but
1: yeah, absolutely. Here
0: under the owner's mouth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, frontline-optics.com. You can log on there and uh, and check us out. Uh, we're not on Amazon or any of those other fulfillment um, sites. We you know handle everything uh, in house, I guess you could say. Um, you can also find us at frontline optics at uh, on Instagram and uh yeah come check us out give us a follow um join our email list you'll get prompted right when you visit the website to us to give us your email you get you know we have this little spin to win wheel you get 10 to 15 percent off your first order um and then it'll that'll keep you in the know and let you know that um uh new styles come out or you know if there's any information that uh, that's coming along uh we'll keep you in the know so that's how you can find us um if you're thinking about starting a business of your own, do it, take that first step. That's uh, the best ad- advice I can get. You're gonna learn along the way. You'll pivot along the way. What you think on day one and what you think on day 365 and beyond, it's constantly gonna change. And that's that's all part of the journey and the path. So get after it.
0: So Mike, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing the product. It's a great product to say the least. Um, keep getting after it, keep doing it. And, uh, I'm going to keep promoting it because I love it. Right. I love it, man. So, uh, until next time, work hard, stay safe and live inspired. today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at thefirehousetribune.com Till next time work hard stay safe and live inspired